Welcome everyone back to the post-game broadcast. I'm David Woods from Bruin Report Online, the UCLA site on the 24-7 Sports Network, and I'm coming to you after, after, after UCLA beat Stanford 38-13. Massive beatdown. Doesn't really get captured in that final score, unfortunately. Um, Domination from pretty much the jump. Um, Stanford never really threatened. UCLA um, did most of what it wanted to. Um, I think the passing game was a little bit out of sorts for a variety of reasons, but um, just absolutely annihilated Stanford on the ground, as you might have expected uh, if you did any any look ahead at what Stanford brought to the table in this game. Um, it more or less went the way I thought, um, except... You know, UCLA had a few more drops than you would have guessed. Um, You know, they probably could have had another touchdown at least if they were a little bit more consistent catching the football. Um, But yeah, it was it was a it was a blowout. It it was easy to anticipate. Um, It was easy to anticipate also that UCLA's defense would look a lot better in this matchup. Um, It was a much 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 better matchup for UCLA than Oregon was. Uh, Stanford doesn't have a lot of team speed. So guys like Darius Muisau, um, they're going to look a lot better in a matchup like this. Um, and on top of that, Stanford doesn't run the ball very well. They don't have great running backs. And in this game, they were down a lot of running backs. So they were playing basically two guys, um, one of them a walk-on, the other one a fourth stringer. Um, so you, you kind of knew going in. And then on top of that, their offensive line isn't good. Um, and you saw what that dealt Tanner McKee. Um, his edge rush is good enough to take advantage of a pretty bad offensive line, and they were pressuring him all night. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this was, it, it was, uh, it was, you know, somewhat easy to anticipate, but UCLA executed a huge bounce back win um, after that Oregon game. You know, you always worry that a team's going to have like a little bit of a hangover um, after a loss like that, and uh, UCLA did not. Um, and the 13 points is deceptive. Um, that was a junkish time touchdown. The 270 yards for Stanford is really deceptive. That's, uh, uh, that's the touchdown drive with 75 yards. And then they went 48 yards on the final drive of the game. Um, during the middle stretches of this game, when it was, you know, in the competitive stage, I would say, uh, I think Stanford had after the first drive where they went 61 yards in 11 plays, they went a total of 37 yards over their next five drives, uh, 34 yards over the next six drives because that the one right before half was a uh, uh, just a single TFL. But we're going to count it because it's fun to say. So that's uh, that's pretty bad. Um, and UCLA. So offensively for UCLA, uh, obviously Zach Charbonnet was tremendous. Um, just did to what did to this run defense what he should do against this run defense. He's an elite running back, and they're a bad run defense. So 21 carries for 198 yards and three touchdowns. Yep, that sounds about right. Um, And then he also had 61 catches, uh, 61 yards um, through the air. Um, Kashmir Allen had a long touchdown to uh, make it kind of the laugher score, the 38-6 at one point. but yeah, I mean, on, on the ground, they had 324 yards. You're not going to lose uh, too many games in with this kind of offense running for over 300 yards um, and five touchdowns. 
Um, but still, <laughs> one thing you could take away from this game is that UCLA's offense was not quite firing on all cylinders. Uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, I actually thought was really good in this game, but his receivers were not. Uh, Jake Bobo had a couple of drops. Um, Logan Loya had a drop. Uh, Cam Brown had a semi-drop. Uh, Kashmir Allen had two semi-drops. Um, added all together, and there were, I think, seven of Dorian's uh, 11 incompletions uh, hit receivers in the hands. Now, a couple of them were behind the receivers, but still, they're catches that we've seen made this year, and most of them were just good throws that were dropped. Um, so that's unfortunate. Uh, he, he could have had a, a much better day. Uh, and then the one kind of significant throw he missed was the uh, busted coverage for Stanford that had Cam Brown just more or less he could walk into the end zone and um, – Thompson Robinson, I think, threw it as if he was stopping on the route, and instead Cam Brown was running it full through the end zone. Um, not sure, you know, limited understanding of what was supposed to happen there, but a missed throw. Um, but uh, all told, I thought he played pretty well, especially when you consider that he was obviously hurt. Um, you know, he was taking hits all game. Uh, I thought the offensive line, um, you know, this is, again, one thing that was easy to predict. Stanford's edge rush pretty decent you know they've got actually some good edge players uh, especially compared to the rest of that defense and they took advantage i thought raekwon o'neill had a pretty poor game i didn't think garrett and georgia was too hot on the other side um and thompson robinson was feeling the heat kind of constantly and after a while it just kind of seemed like he was okay we're gonna hand it off or i'm gonna run that's pretty much what i'm gonna do um, he had 13 carries for 50 yards and a touchdown himself, despite being hurt. Um, really, you got to applaud his toughness. And also, you, you kind of wish that um, the coaching staff would have, you know, chained him to the injury tent at some point. Um, there were a couple of drives in the second half where it was like, okay, this game's over. It's obviously over. Stanford Stanford isn't going to score against the first string defense. Isn't going to score against the first string defense it's 11 p.m please forgive me uh more than i don't know another three points so uh thompson robinson you go sit down uh he wouldn't he didn't um and uh you know there were a couple of you know conversions he made with his legs that were hugely important uh to you know kind of keep the clock moving and keep this game going but still um you don't want to see him taking so many hits especially when he's not being rewarded with quality play from his receivers um so but still, I thought it was a really gutty game from him. Um, and, uh, yeah, hopefully he is fully, you know, good to go for ASU. Um, yeah, I mean, offensively, that's pretty much the story. They ran the ball really well. And, uh, you know, catches were a little bit off. Um, and then defensively, I mean, it was just a lot of pressing the pocket. Um, I thought uh, the... Um, the pass rush was really good from a lot of guys. That great safety blitz from Stephen Bl- Stephen Blaylock. Um, Gary Smith, I thought, was a beast up front. Um, Bo Calvert had a nice play to get that one sack. Um, the Murphys, I thought, were were you know had a had one of their better games um, where they were constantly pressing the pocket. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, there was just like a few weird things that. Um, you know, Nicholas Barmira missed a field goal. Um, Logan Loya had that weird muffed punt. One thing I'll say about his punt returns, the first two were weird looking too. Um, so, like, the third one is the one where he should have fair caught it and he didn't and he uh, muffed the punt. 
or got hit right after he was trying to catch it. But the previous two, it was very odd watching him because he he does this thing where he catches the ball and then he like kind of just stands still after a few steps. Um, like he's trying to read and be patient, but that's not the position for that. You, you just got to get upfield, dude. Um, so it, that was just, you know, a little strange. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, all told, um, really not that much to take from the game. It sort of went to expectation. Um, there wasn't really anything interesting or new about what we saw. Um, you know, Stanford more or less ran at the same offense. I was expecting them to throw a wrinkle in there or two, but they really didn't. Um, you know, I was expecting them to maybe go air raid, maybe throw it a lot more, but they only threw the ball 31 times. They ran it 34 times. I mean, if you count the McKee sacks, but intended passes, it was still probably only like 55, 45. Um, just not the plan I would have gone with. Um, so that was odd. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, kind of David Shaw's opaque decision-making. Um, and then, uh, other than that, I mean, it went pretty much to expectation. UCLA blew out a bad team, um, and Stanford is a bad team. Don't 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 get that twisted in your brain. I saw some people making the same noise about Stanford they were making before that Colorado game. Oh, I'm worried about this. UCLA's defense is really bad. You, you gotta you gotta relearn the lessons. Um, yeah, UCLA's defense is gonna look really bad against Oregon, against Utah, against USC. Yeah, it'll look pretty bad. Uh, against Stanford, no. Against Colorado, no. Uh, against ASU, probably not. Against Arizona, maybe. We'll see. Um, but th- there's there's a real division in this league between the good teams and the awful teams, and there's a um, minimum of two really awful teams in this league, and Stanford's one of them. Um, and next week, we'll see if ASU is still in the awful category. It seems like they're, they're trying their best not to be. Um, they beat Colorado on the road um, after, you know, losing that one point heartbreak heartbreaker to Stanford and they've maybe figured out their quarterback situation, but they've been awful um, most of this year. So I, I wouldn't anticipate, you know, the defense suddenly, you know, giving up 600 yards next week either. Um, and that's not me saying the defense is great. It's just, you know, Stanford's really bad and, you know, be confident that this UCLA team not going to lose to a really, really bad team. Just, you know, we, we've watched them now for eight games and frankly, watched them last year, too. They didn't lose to any of the bad teams. They lost to four, you know, pretty good to really good teams. Um, and this year, the only loss is to a certifiably elite Oregon. I mean, if you watched what Oregon did to Cal, Cal, kind of like Stanford in this game, put a little bit of lipstick on that pig, but that was a huge blowout as well. Um, so all things being uh, being equal, um, I think you can expect UCLA to uh, – to generally take care of business against the weaker opponents, which, you know, in the fullness of time should, should set up for a very, very, very fun game on November 19th against USC, um, which will be for perhaps not all the marbles, but certainly many, many of the marbles. Um, yeah, I've only gone 11 and a half minutes, but frankly, uh, that's about all there is. Uh, blow out of Stanford. You know, obviously still exercising those demons. I don't know if they'll ever be fully exercised because UCL only get only only has one more guaranteed matchup against Stanford next year. Um, but uh, certainly a little bit of payback for, um, you know, the decade of, uh, of Harbaugh and Shaw-led terror. So there's that. All right. 
I will uh, now go to write something that's, you know, maybe a little bit more coherent, maybe less. Who knows? Uh, have a good night, everyone, and we will talk again this week.